Everyone's picking sides. So we're taking a stand. I'm Paige. I'm Karen. And you're listening to the Power Stance Podcast. Welcome back to the Power Stance Podcast. I'm your host, Karen. Here with Paige. And this episode should be releasing after Mother's Day. (laughs) So, um, and... I just wanted to give a little shout out to our mamas. We love our mamas and we are so thankful for them. Our first fans, truly. Uh, Actually, yes. They're literally like, well, my mom is very invested in us going viral. She is now like really into the YouTube videos that have like 8 million views, 10 million (laughs) views. And then once in a while, like I'll be like, mom, look at this funny video. And then she'll be like, how many views does it have? (laughs) Like, Just because she's more amazed, like, wait, they did that and they got 10 million views go out, start digging something in the garden or whatever. And I'm like, mom, (laughs) it's not like that easy to just get millions of views. So the question that we were going to pose for one another on this post Mother's Day episode was, Paige, what's a trait that you've picked up from your mom? Um, Is there something that makes you realize, oh my gosh, I am my mother's daughter? (laughs) So many things. Um, If you ever see a picture of me and my family, it literally looks like someone just hit copy paste on my mom, like my (laughs) sister and I look identical like we all have the same face so that alone if you just look at us they're like yeah that's her mother's daughter Uh, the one thing that has been funny is I raised my rebellious child Willow the puppy I have noticed that I have the same tone when someone's in trouble that my mom had you know like the mom tone where it's like this Death Vader like Darth Vader voice comes out it's like no Willow what are you doing like like the death stare too that I will I'll feel it happening that I'm like oh I am my mother's daughter like like that has happened. The other thing that's funny is my mom uses pet names a lot, like Sweetie or Honey. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like so cute and endearing. I have found myself doing that sometimes. We're like, oh, honey. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I am turning into my mother. And why are you all so little and young? This is crazy. So. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How about you? So I'm also like the carbon copy of my mother. I at least I know what I'm going to look like in like 35 years because that my I, I already have like a, you know, template that I'm my body is going to follow. Um, and it's funny is like personality wise, I'm a lot more like my dad or like a, have a lot of similarities to my dad and then my sister She's the one that is always like, I'm always like, you're turning into mom. <laughs> like, yes. she, Well, also probably because she has two kids now. So she, her uh, habits, like parenting habits and things that she does now is very similar to mom. But one thing that um, my mom does, my mom can literally fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> like <laughs> she is, she used to work nights as a nurse for many, many years, like at least a decade. So she can just like fall asleep anywhere. I feel like I'm starting to like have that ability where I'll just be like I'm so sleepy. <laughs> I'll just like I don't care what noise is happening, what's going on. I'll just be like uh, just gonna like that is fall so asleep. funny. Um, and then like my adventurous side is definitely for my mom. My dad is a homebody. Like my mom is always the one like let's go do this, let's go do that. You know. So I definitely got that side of me from my mom of just like wanting to try new stuff and have new adventures and then we all we both drag my dad into doing things so <laughs> he needs you both it's collective <laughs> exactly that is you're right about the carbon copy in that you at least know what you'll look like like my mom 
looks jacked. Like that woman's <laughs> arms are so amazing. Your mom is a very strong lady. So yes. I am very hopeful. I'm like, please let those jeans be in there. Please, please, please. <laughs> Come on, but- She-Hulk. That's her <laughs> climbing <laughs> nickname. Exactly. Oh yeah, we were going to talk about, we'll, we'll uh, go into our climbing nicknames in a future episode. <laughs> yeah, I definitely earned that one. Well, this topic is actually not about mothers. <laughs> we have- been misleading you. <laughs> this topic is actually uh, about some job updates. So mm-hmm. one of our very first practice episodes, mm-hmm. it's way back in the trenches. If you listen to, I think it's zero B. Um, <laughs> it was literally a trial episode about career changes, which ironically, neither of us really had career changes at the time. <laughs> we were thinking about career changes. I think and I so- just lost my job. So it was very had early you? on. Yeah, I, I don't am. even know. Did you leave? It was during the pandemic. Was? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I had right. It's it was literally about two years ago. Mm-hmm. I had it. I wasn't leaving yet. I think I was no, like yeah. thinking about it. So it, it was almost exactly two years ago. I think. Uh, yes. So we figured we should give an update because we actually did transition careers. So <laughs> it seems like a positive thing and kind of just wanted to talk about our experience and just give a couple pointers on like what made us decide to leave and yeah. kind of how to know when you should transition out. So Karen, would you like to update the audience on <laughs> this long saga? Your, lo- your saga? I will try to keep it short. Just I mean, just because there's different so many different things going on. And I feel like my story is one of those where like I can't really wrap a bow on it because like things are still going on. Um, but I will try to summarize it in a way that makes sense. So uh, really what happened was at the end of 2019 going into 2020, I was job searching and ended up the beginning of 2020 getting a new job. So I was I had been working in IT healthcare for about five years and just wanted something different. And we can talk about a little bit later why the exact why, because it pertains to that topic. But I ended up getting a new job at a startup company um, in the financial tech world, fintech. And that was in March 2020. Mm. Uh, for those way in the future listening that don't know what happened, March 2020. It should be like four novels of your history book. <laughs> Basically. Um, what if like this stuff came in a time capsule and then someone dug it up? And then, sorry, that's totally off topic. But <laughs> anyway, March 2020. I uh, got a brand shiny new job. I was literally in the office for two weeks. Like went, we went to the physical office for two weeks. And then the CEO had this big meeting that was like, this pandemic is happening. Like we're going to have to work remotely. So everyone scrambled to like get set up to do a remote work. Um, it's really impressive how fast, you know, like the sysadmin sys and all these people like got everyone set up to work remotely in such a short amount of time. It was it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that, uh, for about two months there, almost two months, um, worked remotely and it was challenging, like being at a new job, trying to like prove yourself like while in this crazy situation. Um, but it didn't last in April of 2020, I got laid off from that job. Uh, me and several different people, like it, it wasn't just one person. It was something that affected a lot of people and many people were getting laid off from their jobs at the time. So at that point I really started to reevaluate, um, cause my role had been product manager and I um, there are a lot of reasons why I was interested in doing that type of work. Um, and I still am. But I think I really got to a point where I was like, I think I'm in a place where I want to try something different or at least like be open to different things. So but that was not a great time to job search. <laughs> like, <laughs> summer of 2020 was really rough. Um, nothing was opening up. So really, you know, uh, we've talked about our faith in previous episodes, but that kind of is what kept me going with hope that like this is going to have meaning and and become, you know, something into something. Long story short, in 2021, I was still like job searching, trying to figure things out when opportunity opened up at our church, uh, the church that Paige and I met 
app to do an internship. And it was like this program that uh, I could both like work closely with their software development, IT, uh, digital department, um, while at the same time, like getting ministry training. And it was really ironic because I have no uh, desire necessarily, or I had no desire or I had no thoughts or aspirations to be in ministry. But it was a great opportunity because I knew it would be working with the place that I um, had been a part of for a long time and um, people with the same values as me. And just like being also kind of to some degree being able to serve like I, it was really just giving my time. I was being trained and educated from the ministry standpoint, but like also giving a lot of my time to help the mm-hmm. IT um, and digital department. So it was really great. Um, I've touched on it a little bit on past episodes, but I learned a lot, had to practice public speaking, had to I got to sit through some classes and really like did a lot of personal growth. Um, there was just a lot of good stuff about, you know, really what. Like, what is success? Like, how do we define success for ourselves and how um, how do we find fulfillment? And that's kind of a question that I've been asking myself mm-hmm. since getting laid off. So since then, um, the internship only lasted uh, for me about six months. And so beginning of this year, I've really just been trying to figure things out. I'm in this weird in-between waiting space. Um, I've been freelancing. So my background is in web development. So I've been doing freelancing through that. And um, but also just like trying different things. Obviously, with this podcast, we really like hit hit the ground running at the beginning of this year. So I have really picked up a lot of new skills. Oh, yeah. Just with all the not just not only the um, technical side of podcasting, but even just now and more into the content marketing side where we are trying to build our brand and build who we are as Power Stance Podcast, what our message is and who our audience is. Um, you know, we didn't come out the gate day one, like knowing all these answers. So I think we're kind of honing that um, while I'm learning all these content marketing skills. So it's just really a lot of random things happening in my life right now. Um, I'm still writing a lot and still just doing things I enjoy. Uh, but I'm definitely like in the middle of this weird journey and there is no like answer to the end of the story yet. I'm really hoping there will be one soon. It's a lot of unknowns that I've been living through for the past uh, two years. But honestly, um, I wouldn't change anything I did the past two years. I don't regret any of it. I don't regret changing jobs or leaving. Like, I think I am right where I'm supposed to be. I just don't know where exactly it's leading, but I think I'll figure it out and we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, so if anyone else is in the same boat, you're not alone. <laughs> we'll figure out this thing called life together. <laughs> anyway, that's my story, Paige. How about yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is just so interesting how quickly it all changes. Uh, but I think when we originally did this, so I was uh, working for a large corporation. I guess actually I can say it now since I'm not there, but worked at Goldman Sachs in their real estate investment group. And so loved, loved, loved my team. Like cannot say enough good things about the people, but as we talked about in the last episode, I had reached a point of burnout. I mean, the last six years, I had just been working really intense hours consecutively at my previous jobs. I went through college really aggressively. And so I reached a point of just complete physical burnout right before 2020 and just knew like, this is not the path for me, um, especially just kind of looking at what are the people above me doing? Like that's kind of always my barometer are the people who are a few steps above me in places that I want to be. And I just recognized that I did not derive enough enjoyment. It didn't necessarily play to my strengths that I really wanted to grow in Mm -hmm. to stay in this role for the amount of time it consumed. And so that's what I just started wrestling through as we ended, I guess that was 2021. Um, COVID essentially extended my career at Goldman because of the working from home policy that kind of allowed me a little bit more 
capacity to handle what was happening, but Mm -hmm. I just recognized I need to leave, but I don't know what that is because I've been doing this for so long. I'm really scared to leave and have to start over. I don't even know what I'm good at anymore. Like, you know, having to learn all these skills as an adult, what does this look like? The pandemic completely changed the job market. So I was really thankful for a job, but also just it was very confusing time to try to navigate. And so we are people of faith. And so I just kept praying and felt like the Lord told me, you know, Hey, just wait, like Mm -hmm. just wait, like there's something coming, hang in there. So in January of, I guess, 2021, my uncle reached out to me and my uncle has been trying to get me to join his financial planning branch for years now. I mean, they're always, you know, it like has been on the table this whole time. basically. Right. And I don't, he's like, come on, you could do it. And it's like, no, no, no. Part of that was I had professional goals. Like I really wanted to reach somewhat of a manager level at an intense corporate job. That was just something I felt like I needed the skill set for before I took a leap. Um, I wanted to make sure I was out of just a preparer role and into a management Mm -hmm. role. And so once I had kind of achieved that goal and had been there for, you know, a while, I felt like, you know what, I have achieved what I would like to achieve here. It is time for a move. And what better time now than when I don't have kids and a family and everyone dependent on me. Mm -hmm. So I started exploring it with him. And as we talked, I realized, wow, financial playing planning plays completely to my strengths. Like it's people oriented. Um, it's very, very much a service oriented industry. I like that it still had a technical side, but it, re- it allowed a lot of life flexibility, which was what I was really looking for because I, especially with the podcast and yeah. writing and all these other side things I have that I would like to eventually generate part of my income. I didn't, I don't necessarily need a nine to five. And so as I evaluated that role, I was like, wow, this, I literally could not pick a more perfect role for like what mm. I would like to do. And so said yes to it and left Goldman in June, <laughs> took three months off because honestly I was so burnt yes. out. And so that's where, that was my glorious summer. That's in one of our I'm earliest so episodes. <laughs> I became literally a, like my face changed as my sister always says, like, it was like interesting just having that break. So I would also encourage if anyone, if you're looking for a job change and you're having, you're in an extremely stressful period. Starting a new job is also very stressful yeah. and you might require like a couple months off. I saved for the last four years to make sure that I could take, I had originally planned a full year off, yeah. but that was like something I kind of did leading up to it to make sure that I could like jump into this new career, knowing mm-hmm. it was going to still be difficult starting over. And so I felt like that set me up a lot better that when I started in September, I felt a lot more like physically able to handle it. And so I've been there since September. I, as of Thursday, have passed all my licensing exams. I need to be a um, registered rep. So that was really fun. I'm glad to not be studying anymore. Um, And now I'm kind of in the, Karen and I both talked about this earlier. We're in this kind of scary part where in this industry, like now it's me trying to build my book of business and kind of moving out of a very structured corporate role into something that has more flexibility. It's a little more entrepreneurial and it's kind of on me to drive my career from this point on. And so that's very invigorating and very terrifying at the same time. (laughs) So, you know, it's like I could get three clients this year. I could get a hundred. Like, you know, I have no idea what this is going to look like from this point on and there's no set career path on what it could or could not look like for either of us Mm -hmm. so basically you and I just walk through an open door to a giant pasture like there's just like (laughs) there's no windows here we don't know where it stops barely any (laughs) like landmarks is there like are there fluffy sheep or something here like it's just it's a little chaotic so (laughs) we went from like very structured roles I feel like last time we did it to now we're we're just uh we're just a couple of 
vagabonds. Yeah, vagabonds. It's because we're we're basically just setting up so that we can have our podcast out of a van and just travel everywhere. Oh, I'm ready. Anyone want to donate a van to us? (laughs) Right. People have those lying around, right? (laughs) Maybe the people that did van life during the pandemic. Cool. Lend us their RV. Yeah. (laughs) And a whole full studio like trailer. I don't know. Right. These are very realistic dreams. So (laughs) we dream big here at Power Stance Podcast. Um, Well, and another reason why we wanted to kind of give these career updates was we know that there's like a trend. I don't know if it's a trend or just uh, a term that is what's happening right now is called the great resignation, the great reshuffle. It's been going on, I think, since the end of last year, maybe the middle to end of last year and 2021. And a lot of people um, have made career leaps or are considering career leaps. So you wanted to talk a little bit about what sort of when you're thinking about making that leap based on our own experiences as well, like what is the criteria or how do you evaluate if it is truly the time to leave a job? Because like Paige said, it is very stressful to start over at a new job. Um, But also sometimes you're kind of balancing like the stress of a job that you're currently in that maybe you don't like or isn't getting you where you want to be versus the stress of starting over and the unknown of like, well, is the next thing really going to get me where Mm -hmm. I want to be? So really it's, it's how to answer those questions and the way that we answer them isn't necessarily how everyone should do it, but maybe our examples and stories can encourage someone that's trying to figure it out for themselves. Um, so when you were any of the job situations that you were in, because you you've made a couple career leaps the past few years, Paige, um, how did you sort of recognize? And I know you talked about like you knew that your uncle's the, what he was offering you was the right thing because and you did a great list off of what those things were. But how did you know, like it was even time where you were at to like start looking elsewhere? Yeah, I think Like I said, you should always be looking a couple steps above. So if there's no future growth at the current role you're in, Mm -hmm. it's not going to get better. So there's not you should probably go ahead and start over somewhere where at least if I started over today, I could be growing into a role that I would long term like to be in. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you identify that this is not a long term position for me, whether that's, you know, management, people, things like that. I think it's time to go. There's obviously every job will have seasons of stress. And so if it's, oh, this is a season of stress, but in the long run, this job fits a lot of boxes for me. I think that would not be a time to leave just because it's a hard season doesn't mean Mm. it's a good idea to quit. But if it's this is a permanent situation, that Mm. might be time to that for me, at least was where I recognized this is not going to change or get better. Mm -hmm. So this is something I need to identify and leave. I think what also helped me was putting things into place when I recognized I do want to leave. I didn't necessarily know at the time with my uncle's firm, for example, but I recognized pretty early in 2020, like when I was having just the panic attacks and everything, okay, I need to leave. So what are things I need to have in place so that when an opportunity comes, I Mm -hmm. could make those steps. So like I said, I recognized I'm going to need some extended time off. So I need to have a couple months of like expenses covered through savings. Yeah, Like I'm going to need um, to 
be able to move? Like what are things I could do to start getting my house ready? Like certain things like that also help you to like prepare the way to say yes. Cause sometimes if Mm -hmm. the right opportunity comes, but you haven't like been emotionally or mentally or even physically preparing, you may not be able to take it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was also helpful was because I had things in place. It made it easy for me when the opportunity came with my uncle to say, yes, that Mm -hmm. is something I like to do. Um, And I spent a lot of time just evaluating even myself, like, okay, where are my strengths and like aligning jobs that fit that versus what's just my skill set. And there's of course a balance in that, but recognizing, yes, I do have, you know, all this crazy accounting experience, but at the end of the day, I don't think accounting is my strength. I am not a detail oriented person whatsoever. (laughs) So it's like, that's not me, but I'm a big person strategy person. And so, Oh, you know what? Financial planning fits that better because I'm more able to take a comprehensive look at someone's finances and Mm -hmm. like, allow a big picture that is satisfying to me. And yes, there's still details like paperwork and things like that I have to do. But overall, this achieves a lot more what I would long-term like to be working on, even though I don't necessarily have the skill set for that yet. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to have to grow into it. Um, So I think that helped a lot as well. And probably the last thing that made me like ready to leave was identifying like this is the right, this is a good time in my life to do it. Mm. Cause there's definitely, it might be, you know, for example, I totally get, I had a lot of friends like that who they had four kids at home and they're the main breadwinner. And so that's really tough. Like you may not be able to leave in that situation. And I'm really sorry. Like, I hope like, please take care of yourself until you can get into that. But that like identifying like, Hey, you know what, if you don't have kids or like, let's say your kids are moved in a good spot, okay, do it, like move. Like this Mm -hmm. is a good season to start looking and making some motions towards that. Um, And so that's, it takes a lot of introspection. I think that we don't recognize to like even start the process of looking for a new job versus just, I hate my manager. Like (laughs) I'm getting out. And I mean, that's fine. There's a lot of people who've done that. It worked out. But for me, at least it helped kind of like preparing myself a lot further, a lot earlier in the game for that to happen. Yeah. So how about you? Because you have a very, I think yours is very interesting (laughs) too. And like we, we talked about like a lot of people might be like, oh no, that's scary. Like, that's why I don't want to leave because what if it falls through? But like, I agree. I'm still alive. It's okay. You did. So like (laughs) what kind of looking back at those changes, like were things that made you feel like, yep, this was still the right choice and this is still what I should do. Yeah, I love Paige. You you hit on two of the things that I would even say, so I'm glad you mentioned it. So because I also I'm like, okay, well there's now there's more I could say too. Um but part of the reason why I left that original job to go to the startup was I I also looked at kind of the road that like I was going on on that job and like if I were getting promoted or if I were moving up, what that would look like for me. And even do I want that? And so I kind of looked a few steps ahead, like you said, and was like, I really had to have a heart to heart with myself and be like, I don't actually want to do that. I don't think I would enjoy that. I don't think I would feel fulfilled doing that. That was um, some people just like love management, upper executive positions and big companies. And like, that's they just dream of doing that. And I was like, I would wake up stressed every morning. <laughs> like, I I don't think I would enjoy that. And maybe later in my life, I'll go back to that. But I was thinking, like, I don't want to spend my 30s, like, stressed doing, mm-hmm. just building a career, doing something that I didn't super want to do. So that was a huge reason why I was like, okay, the path that I'm on at this role, you know, not, that, not to say it was a big enough company I could have looked in other places. But for me, I just wanted to start fresh 
somewhere else. Um, and I picked a startup because it was just a very different situation. Having been in a big corporate environment, I was like, well, I think I could pick up different skills being in a smaller environment. Um, so that was why. But I also understood the risks going to a startup. Obviously, could not have predicted a global pandemic, um, but there were still even without a pandemic, there were still risks going to a small company. It wasn't actually that small, but it was a startup that was a lot smaller and had um, more volatility in the way that they ran things. So um, it's really just, I think that was kind of what I did was sort of evaluate, um, but also understand it was still a risk no matter what. And am I going to play it safe and kind of stay where I'm at or take the risk? So the thing that also helped me evaluate, is this really where I want to be long term, was trying to see. So I said yes to a lot of things when I was at that job, just so I could learn something new. Um, I did not have a super crazy stressful job in the sense where it was like deadlines, deadlines, deadlines. So I was able to like sort of pick up things on the side to just uh, learn a new skill set, learn a new coding language, or um, I did like the diversity inclusion committee for a while, just like did different things to to see what I would enjoy. And so I think a big part of deciding if you want to stay at the company or not is like, do I have the opportunity to build skills that I actually want at this mm-hmm. place? Because like Paige made a great point of like, she was learning accounting skills and growing in accounting expertise, but she was like, I don't even know if I want to be an accountant, you know? So like if you're spending a huge chunk of your time growing and investing skills that you don't even want to use long term because ultimately what's going to happen is you're going to go try to get a new job and they're going to be like, what do you have the most expertise in? And you're going to be like, oh, accounting, <laughs> like, right. you know, is this is if like you're years and years into it. So like you want to even if you are like doing a certain thing for your actual job, but having the opportunity to also pull in other skills and grow in those skills as well, because maybe that's eventually the path that you will take. So if you like run out of those opportunities or don't have the bandwidth for those opportunities where you are, that could be another reason to start looking elsewhere, because otherwise you are going to get stuck doing something you don't like doing because Mm -hmm. that's all you have time to like build skills in. So that's another reason I would say you would want to start looking elsewhere, Um, but definitely like great, great points about like, you know, being prepared if you're if you are going to make a jump. And I think that's where to answer your question, Paige, on why I've been able to kind of be in this like limbo la la land like this whole time (laughs) I had saved up a lot of money and living out of my savings for quite a while and that's given me the runway to be a bit more flexible and and have the um, capacity to grow different skills like I talked about um, earlier just podcasting skills or whatever is I had I had that flexibility as far as savings and I'm in a time in my life where like Paige said, I don't have four kids, so I, I don't have any other responsibilities besides myself. So that does kind of help with, um, you know, having that flexibility. And there are times where I'm like, man, it would be great to be married and have four kids like, you know, like a lot of people I know do at my age. But I'm trying to take advantage of the fact that that's right. not what I have. So what do I have? I have a lot of more time and freedom and flexibility. So I'm going to take advantage of that, you know, learning new skills and and just expanding my um, understanding of what's even out there and and what other industries or other career paths I could take. So all that to say, I think um, if you're kind of in that boat where you're trying to figure out if this is where you want to be or not, ultimately, like you're the only one that can make that decision for yourself. But I think that Really, what it comes down to is if you need change in your life somehow, because what's hap- what's going on right now isn't working, then find a way to make that change. 
Yes, I would agree with that. I think we're a lot more empowered to bring that about. I love the point you're talking about, too, of just also needing to recognize that you may not be able to have everything you currently have in order to have a job change. Mm -hmm. So like for me, I took a very significant pay cut and went back to a very like analyst level role for a little bit when I transitioned over. And so if I was really stuck on, I have to be making this exact same money and I like don't want to have any form of starting over or like a step back per se, like I would be limited to accounting roles. So it's kind of one of those two being being a little bit more flexible to are there other things I'm okay with. So like for me, that meant, you know what, I'm going to have to give up my Dallas City apartment and like move back in with my mom so that like I can save and like be okay for this next role. And it's. I have to say it's been a joy. I Mm. do not regret or feel sad about that because what I did definitely need was a career change. Mm -hmm. And so just recognizing as well that there might be sacrifices you have to make and just identify. It's so important to identify what is truly important to me to have Mm -hmm. in this scenario so that when I have to give up those other things, it's not as big of a burden Mm -hmm. or as frustrating. And so I, I think just being flexible as well with how it looks like will enable you to move forward. And like all of the bad habits at your current job, they're not just going to stop when you leave because you're the one doing your bad habits. So that was like (laughs) kind of another thing I recognized. And It might be for you, not necessarily, oh, I need to change jobs. It might be, I need to change the way I do this job. Or if you're not in an opportunity to leave right now because of, you know, your four kids and 12 dogs or whatever you have, maybe that just means (laughs) like, I need to set better boundaries where I am or, you know what? Okay. I'm stuck here for, let's say another year. Like I have to be here for another year. What are traits like you were doing that I could be picking up and just in a way on this company's dime? Like what are the skills I could be learning Mm -hmm. that might set me up better for when I do choose to leave or things like that? I think that was a great point that, you know, it doesn't have to be a missed opportunity or be stuck if you're choosing to actively continue to learn and set Mm -hmm. yourself up for a change that could happen. Yeah, I think the last thing too, as far as, what this great reshuffle or whatever is all about is that people are re revisiting their values, mm-hmm. revisiting what's actually important priorities and values. And I think that's a big reason why people are getting the idea to leave is, is maybe seeing that the current role that they're in doesn't align with these values that they're resurfacing and recognizing I actually want time with my four kids. So <laughs> I, I don't, these four kids out there. <laughs> They just I keep bumping back <laughs> I want time with them. <laughs> but people are saying, I actually want time with my children. So I'm, I want to, I want a job or a role that um, aligns with that value, or I want to take care of myself. So I want a job or a role that aligns with that value, or I want, um, you know, the flexibility to do my own work and not be micromanaged. So I want a job that aligns right. with that value. So I think, um, I think that is, also an important thing to consider. I think it's easier said than done. I feel like, you know, you can feel like it's a nice little tagline, like find a job that like champions your values. And like, they are out there and absolutely. But um, ultimately, like you, you're in charge of your own life. So really start just evaluating that and evaluating like what sacrifices, like Paige said, what sacrifices am I willing to make right now for the long game? So maybe that does mean taking a pay cut, or maybe that does mean um, losing a, you know, illustrious job title or whatever it is that 
maybe you thought was part of your values before, but isn't anymore um, in order to truly find what's important to you. And that answer is going to look different for everybody. Some people will want to stay with the illustrious job title and not going to judge them. Like that's, you know, that may be counterintuitive to how people are feeling right now, but I think every person is going to know that for themselves. But ultimately, um, I don't know. I just thought this was just very timely. And I do want um, to encourage anybody that is in a crazy job situation right now. Like we made the leap. We switched over to something different and something new. And we were both. It hasn't been easy. No, not every moment has been easy. And there has been a lot of times where I've been like, oh, my gosh, did I do the right thing? But actually, when it comes down to it, I feel a lot of peace where I'm at, even though there's so many unknowns. So I think you just have to make the decision and go for it and and deal with the consequences and and be willing to accept them. And um, and everyone can figure it out. It is. There's not a perfect path. And unfortunately, there's usually not a straight path. <laughs> oh, yeah. Usually it's pretty jagged. And so that's OK. Maybe you go and you come back. There's a lot of boomerangers, you know, yeah, yeah, you need to just try something true. else. Yeah. Um, I think if anything, it's this is a time where employees are a little more empowered, where, you know, there it is kind of a great time to really consider. And there's a lot of um, just control being put back into the individual through what's happened. And so take advantage of it. Yeah. And, you know. You're worth the investment and living and doing something that is either meaningful or something you enjoy is mm -hmm. worth the cost of what it might take. Totally so agree. you can go listen to our other episode. Go for it. If you're scared, we jump off the cliff with you. Yes. <laughs> so thank you everyone so much for listening. This was such a fun one. So I'm sure Karen, can you imagine the career updates we'll have in a few years? Okay. Yeah. We need to probably re revisit this topic in like, I don't know, a year or so. <laughs> right. Maybe that's where we'll be. Hey, everyone. So we're working out of our van yeah. on the podcast. It's been sponsored by Bucky's yeah. and what are yeah, Trinity big, Ciders and big, all of the ones. There's a beaver with a red cap on like <laughs> plastered on the side of our van. We've given so much airtime to Bucky's that they have to sponsor. Honestly, yeah. I'm sending them a bill. I'm just going to send them an invoice. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> hey, you never know. So <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Be sure to follow us on all the socials, yes. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Please subscribe. We're on Spotify. Uh Apple Podcasts, we're on Anchor. That really helps us with just viewership. And we'd love to hear from you. So if there's episode topics you really enjoyed or things you'd like us to elaborate on, please feel free to reach out either on social media or you can email us at powerstancepodcast at gmail.com. We love listening to all of your various thoughts. Thank you, mom, for sending in comments. <laughs> <laughs> Moms are the best. Moms are the best. Full circle here. Um, so anyway, thank you, everyone. It's been a joy. I'm Paige. I'm Karen. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.